Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast, a podcast where two random nerds sit here and talk a load of tangerines and then try to write a Doctor Who movie sometimes. My name's Connor. My name is Harry. Hello. And um, this time, we might finish a scene. But we might not. Um, at least the last part of the scene is fresh in our heads, because <laughs> we just finished talking we about We just literally did it, bit. yeah. Um. But that was all in the past. That was a week ago. We don't remember anything else that happened. And there could have been new things that have happened in, in life since then. But we don't exactly. know. Exactly. We've seen we've, Obi-Wan. We have seen uh, it. And can I say... But, wow. Yeah, it what was... if it's not... What, but what if it wasn't? No, what if I'm it wasn't, not, Harry? I'm not going to What if I thought it wasn't very good? Because like, I think they could have done something a bit different with... Um, Spoiler, uh, Jar Jar Binks. No, I'm not going to think like that. I've, um... But don't you think? I mean, he showed up, and I was like, "They're not. Re- he's not really how I thought he'd be." Yeah, that sex scene he has is just a bit too much. I felt, especially when, especially when he goes, "I'll be, I'll be," like halfway through. Didn't like it. Did yeah. not like it. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. If Jar Jar Binks does show up in the series in the first two episodes, that'd be mad. <laughs> like it would just. <laughs> I would. I would be weirdly very happy. Ah, uh, but there, isn't there like canon that like Jar Jar Binks was like kicked out of his like his place again, and they like he would like be a clown in the streets of Naboo and stuff like that. Like basically, he just like became like a drunk essentially. Possibly. Because like, because it was his fault. <laughs> like. He's... It, it was it all genu- his fault. Yeah, it is genuinely his fault. Yeah. It's not. He's being manipulated by Palpatine. Like the whole. That's why I love Episode Two. We we'll get back. We can get into that again another time. But that's why I love Episode Two. <laughs> One it of the is, reasons it why. It's fucking yeah. Because it's Palpatine influencing everything. He's like, get Padme out of here because she's against the army. Make it look so dire that we need the army, and then manipulate Jar Jar by going, "What would Senator Un- Senator Amidala do she- if she were here? She'd know what to do." And Jar Jar's like, "Oh, I can do it." Yeah. And he manipulated him right there and then in front of our eyes. What bastard! Yeah. Here's the thing, actually. Do you think Ian McDermott's going to show up in this series? Who's Ian McDermott? They mean Ian McDermott. They mean uh, the Emperor. Do I think he's going to show up? Maybe, maybe in like a little hologram. Yeah, I think I think it's kind Lord of Vader. Yeah, I think it will be very. May but 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 only maybe if they don't. But yeah. only maybe. Like I would be happy if they didn't. I'd be happy if they did. I I'd be, don't really yeah. care actually. Like <laughs> so it's a matter of yeah, cool. If they do it, cool. If they don't, cool. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah, need yeah. to he doesn't need to be there, really. Somehow Palpatine yeah. is uh on on the hologram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the that's what the line in episode five should be when they're in the asteroid field. And like the emperor is trying to call them, but like the signal's weak, and that's why Vader goes pull out the asteroid field so that we can get a clear signal. Yeah. Yeah. The um the admiral should have come up to Vader and said, "Lord Vader, somehow Palpatine has contacted us." <laughs> nice. And he's like, oh, "Somehow Palpatine has returned." Fucking hell, that's so bad. Awful. Genuinely anyway. Awful. And it's funny because like <laughs> the little fucking message that he put out into the galaxy upon his return. If you wanted to hear it, you had to play Fortnite. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> it's 
terrible. And it's like, no, that's the clip. That's that you can what you can go and listen to it online, but it, you have but to experience it when it happened, you had to be playing Fortnite. Yeah, it's terrible. fucking ridiculous. Anyway, we'll save that for another bumper Star Wars episode or something. Yeah, where we talk Star Wars for five hours. Um, as we could easily do. Easily. This time, we're gonna continue writing a scene from our Doctor Who movie titled Doctor Who Paradox. So last we left, Alex was on a, a chair. Yes. Things are getting kinky. Um, she's of age, so I can say that. I just For a second, I was like, wait. <laughs> no, she's, she's, eight, she's 18. Do you, she's of, man? She's of age. Um, so yeah, Alex takes a seat on a little old chair. And the captain is going to be like, what are you doing here? How did you get here? That kind of shit, I don't know. The captain is yeah. going to try and interrogate slash question her. And he also has the Vortex Manip Ulator, so he can ask about that. Yep. Alex and be like, Alex basically going to be like, I don't know how I got here. Just that thing brought me here. And now I'm confused. And another thing that... Okay, I get something in this scene. It could be it could start with the captains being quite, like, not aggressive, but very forward. Yeah. In, like, you know, just tell me, like, you know, you, you come waltzing in here and it's like, we're in a really dangerous... Like, he's trying to basically let her know the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Because like it's clear that she well, she's like not very lost, but like he's being like you can't just you know he's he's acting almost as if she should ex she should know better. Yeah, yeah, that like, makes sense. He's yeah, but we gradually I think he him being that I think we could get Alex being like I really don't know what's going on. I'm and then he we could have the captain maybe easing up then. Yeah, seeing that she's telling the truth, and it's like she is just a child essentially. Yeah. Not quite, but you know she's young. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he could mean. accept. He could learn. Start to accept being like, wait, he, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Mm. Like we don't see that point of view. We don't get him being like, maybe I'm being harsh. But I think we could at least realize as an audience that he has. He calms. He doesn't. He stops being so at her about it. Mm. So, Captain is initially quite harsh to forward almost scolding Alex and telling her off and what starts as an interrogation turns into a conversation yeah Alex starts to maybe have a little mild panic attack Again. So it just show that she's genuinely, you know, not meant for this world. She's so confused and lost. She, yeah, basically, yeah, I mean, that gets it across. Like, she's, she's, she's not, she, no one would take well to this surprise. As much as people are like, oh, I'd love to do this, be a Doctor Who companion. Like, yeah, if you're flung into the far future and it's an apocalypse all of a sudden, you're going to feel pretty lost. On your own as well. That's a lot for a brain to take. Yeah. Uh, the captain eases up. 
gives her a chance to relax. Gives her a glass of water, maybe, which flashes back to the glass of water that gets thrown in his face. Yeah. Here. Gives her a glass of water, maybe. Have a glass of water. Just, just, just let, lets her have time. Which Alex appreciates. I don't know what I'm really saying. I'm just writing random nonsense. That Um, makes sense. It makes sense. So... We can. We, we, I mean, what? What? I mean, don't, there's not really much else we can say. But I mean, maybe, maybe he can start to explain a little bit about what happens. Maybe, with even though Tim's kind of said that already, right? Yeah, but he can go into it in a little bit more detail. Maybe, yeah. Tim can initially be like, "Oh, I don't really know what actually happened. I just know one day." Well, he can't say. Well, I, I only know what I've been told. Like Tim was born of this yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, Whereas, yeah. He didn't live any of it. And he can even no. Tim could even mention. Uh, some say the captain was here when it started. Yeah. He's like, nobody knows how old he is. Yeah. And the captain can just say something like, because we don't, we don't want him to outright say, oh yeah, I was partially the cause of all this. No, he he'd, he'd say something along the lines of, I was there back at the beginning. Um, He could tell the story without actually saying what his role was. Alex asks what at, happens. Yeah, and then at the end, Alex can be like, and where were you in all this? And then that's when, just all like coincidentally, someone comes in saying, sir, we found another one. I saying they've got like, the doctor's here. May, may, maybe, the, um, maybe the doctor's showing up too soon. Just yeah. for that part of it. And I also think Alex asking where he was, I think he should outright just say, I was just, you know, I was, I think maybe she doesn't think to ask that question. Like, yeah. Maybe it's more a question the audience would ask, but we don't get... Alex doesn't ask it, so maybe it's a question where you're like, what, Alex should have asked that, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Get the audience questioning it more than anything. Yeah. Um, Because otherwise it does just become a bit more... Exposition. Exposition-y. Even though he's not going to tell her, he's not going to outright say, oh yeah, I was this person. He's not going to say that. I think it becomes a bit too much like... If Alex is asking the obvious questions all the time, you know? Yeah, I get you. Like, sometimes we don't know what the right question is to ask in a situation, so we don't, you know, I think that's a bit more relatable. Yeah, uh, no, I 100% agree. It's like, it's like, um, I think this is, I think I've heard somebody talk about this before, but you know how in, like, horror movies where you're constantly like, oh, why did they do that? Why did they do that thing? Like, what, if I wouldn't do that thing if I was in that situation, you know? Yeah. That's to help you feel more at ease to be like, oh, I know this is fake. In yeah. That sense. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. If I yeah. was in that situation, like, no, people wouldn't, you know, you think, oh, it's just to help. That's to help. I think that's to help people feel more at ease when you're like, you're so mad at the protagonist for like, why would you go down there? It's like, <laughs> yeah. that's to help you feel at ease because you wouldn't want her to go, the, the main character of a horror movie, to go, oh, I'm not going down there. And then yeah. they get killed anyway because then you're like, they did the smart thing and got killed. Like, then you you question yourself a bit more. I think. Yeah, I you want them who... to do the silly option, so then you go, "I wouldn't have done that." So yeah, I would have been you, fine. You want to be able, to, like, you don't want a horror movie to be hitting you that hard, being like, "Oh, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't do that thing." And then that person doesn't do that thing, and then they get killed anyway, and you're just like, "So what? What is the right thing to do in that situation?" Because then you start to think more about it. I think I, I can't remember who spoke about it. But I remember hearing it somewhere of someone being like, "Yeah, that's why horror movies do that." 
<laughs> like, yeah. It's to make them seem a bit more, like, stupid. Like, yeah, no. I never you're thought safe. of it like that, yeah. <laughs> They're meant to be like, you're safe, don't worry. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, to any aspiring horror writers, don't be like, oh, I would just write, I'm going to write it this way, because, you know, make sure you think about your audience when you're writing it. Yeah. You want to scare them, but you don't want to horrify them. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, Captain's telling some stories. Captain will tell a story about it all. We'll get, like, a little Vietnam flashback. A quick story omitting some details. But it's enough for Alex to be a little satisfied. Uh, maybe. Mm. And maybe after that, the captain can be like, you know, go and find Tim or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get rid of her now, because he's like, no, I, I'm, I'm talking... Because also, he recognises her, so that's part of the... Like, it's going to be I a think, lot for him as well. Yeah. I don't think right away he goes, oh my god, this is that same girl from that thing, because we're trying to imply it's been a long time. So he might have even forgotten who she is, but he recognises her, and that's why he's so... We don't know that until he, it's revealed. He never outright says, oh, I recognised you. We don't need to say that. But obviously, because the audience would be like, oh, okay, he would have recognised Alex then. Yeah. And it's one of those after questions you have afterwards kind of thing. Like, not necessarily a question that you need answered, but it's like, you start to put things together yourself because of it. Yes. So the captain will get rid of Alex after that. Take care of her. <laughs> After that, send her away. Tells her to stay in the camp or something like that. Stay in the HQ, wherever they are. Mm. She's like, don't, don't go wandering. And not to go wandering. Tim can help you. <laughs> then Tim's like, how'd it go? How'd it go, man? Hey, dude, how'd it go? Did you have a nice time? Oh, I'm going to write a note in here. Earlier on, Tim will tell Alex that the captain has been there the longest. And, and they say he was there from the very beginning. Nobody knows how old he truly is. Dun dun dun. And then, then it's a matter of so would we then do anything else with Alex in this little area with Tim and anything? Is there anything we'd want to do, or do we then do the '60s stuff? I remember think that's it... that's that's a reason why we can't have the we found another one because we haven't even done that scene yeah. yet. Yeah. I think it'd be nicer then to cut to the 60s stuff, and then when you come back to the future, then have some stuff with her and Tim, maybe. Yeah, I can. We can at least have Tim at the end of this scene. Tim being like, "I'll show you some. I'll show you where we, you know, I'll show. I'll. I don't know what the right words to be. I'll take you to a place to sleep, like, because <laughs> it might not be time to sleep, but basically just like I'll show you where you can, you know. 
Yeah, like a yeah, like a um. I'll take you to the window. Oh, oh, let me show you. <laughs> let me show you around camp. No, it could be something simple. Just let me show you around camp. It's one of those work like. Uh, worlds where it's just like, yeah, no, we'll take you to the women and children. It's just like, no, the men do all the work here. No, it's not that kind of future. No. We're progressive in the future. We'd hope. Mm, hope so. <laughs> Tim helps Alex find somewhere to settle. Oh, also in the scene with Captain, Captain won't give Alex back the Vortex Mutator. Yeah. the vortex thing because he's not totally sure he can trust her yet Alex could be like it doesn't matter it doesn't look what doesn't Alex could say something like it doesn't seem doesn't work now anyway <laughs> yeah maybe it doesn't, I'm not gonna make that note doesn't matter doesn't matter Tim helps Alex find somewhere to settle end of scene question mark yeah yeah okay um we definitely haven't gone enough time yet so continue I will go back to the scenes quickly um, and then we have the doctor scene then yep where he's like oh blue 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 oh blue, he's a Swedish chef apparently <laughs> oh blue 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 yeah, we're still going to do a lot more stuff in this future anyway, because we're going to try and do probably there'll be a couple, a few different scenes with the, when the Doctor shows up. Yeah. Um, being like, oh, I'm going to go and help these people, and then Alex will be doing stuff around the camp. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then we'll I've get been to the here years, Doctor. So we could jump back and have a little think about what we'd want to do in that little scene with Alex and her friend. Yeah. Um, have a little discussion about what kind of stuff could fit into that little gap. So let's go quickly go... My screen just went dark. Don't do that. <laughs> don't scare please, me like please, that. Please don't do that. So let's quickly go back. Scene one, Davros in the jungle. Scene two is Alex's intro. Yeah. So everything up to the end of that night where she puts her phone down and goes to bed. Yes. And then scene three is the seminar, and we are introduced to Alex's friend. Yes. There's some information given out in the seminar, like they are invited to the museum. Alex had, um, well, at the end of the scene, Alex will have a little short phone call with her parents. Yep. After telling them that she would call them later. She talks, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, then we have the little David at the museum thing. Yep. And then it's... We don't know. I don't know how long we're gonna say. Oh, we have. We could say like, oh, we have a trip to the museum in a couple of weeks. Um. Or it could be like in a week. I don't think it would be at the end of this first week. You know, I don't think it would be that because it's like, oh shit, <laughs> straight away we're doing. Yeah, stuff. it'd be the it'd be the week after it'd or something like that. At least a week or two weeks. It doesn't really matter because then we can have the implication they've been working on this project for a little bit. Yeah. That was something we were saying. It could be them like they want. It could even be them like in the library or something. Yeah, it could be a bit of a time lapse of just as days maybe goes not, by as they get. Yes, yeah, maybe not quite a time lapse. I'm thinking like more. We can have some elliptical cuts in the scene, but it's just them like in the library on a for a day or something like that. Like they have a free yeah. day. Yeah, and it could even they could even be like at one point they're like watching John Smith do something. Like he looks very strange doing something. Yeah, that'd be like, good. That'd be interesting. 
And it's like, wait, was he reading that book? And he's like, oh, or like they, they bump into him and he's like got a bunch of different books for some reason. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm, oh, hi, my name's uh, Stephen Grant. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I work in the museum. I work in a museum gift shop. Yeah. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. <laughs> Even though that line's, I don't think it's ever said in the show. Not once. Not once. <laughs> it's a good show. I really liked Moon Knight. We'll talk yeah, about no, it. it was we'll talk about it, it in bonus. It the next good. bonus. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So in that scene, we can have the yeah, okay. Let me the Willie Mae. Willie Mae some notes. Oui, oui. Alex and I wasn't doing French. I was sounding like an idiot. Oh. So the same thing, I guess. Don't Rage. come after me, French people. All right. I've got nothing against you. <laughs> I know some lovely French people. I, I know none French people. Fair. I mean, I know of French people, but I know yeah. none personally. Fair. Did we go to uni with any French people? Um... <laughs> Not relevant. I don't remember, <laughs> yeah. Alex and friend in library. Uh, doing some work... <laughs> For their presentation slash project on a special topic. <coughs> it's, it's obviously the topic related to the museum trip. Yeah. I can't think of like a, a, a dumb, like we could have like, for some reason, John Smith is walking around with like a quantum theory book or something like that. And it's like, we don't even, we're not even doing science. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> why is he reading quantum theory? <laughs> something to make him a bit stand out a bit. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I was interested. I think we should have him seem like a little bit, like a little bit of a bumbling idiot, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Like not completely dumb because he's obviously he's leading he's leading their their module. <laughs> like he's doing the seminars with them, so he's still smart. But I think he should be a bit more. He should be quite awkward. <laughs> yeah. Like Professor, can't... like Professor Quirrell, except not that far on the spectrum. Yeah. Which sounds rude, but I don't mean it like that. <laughs> no, no, I get you. Like, he's a bit more like... He's like Professor Grill, but he'll shake your hand. <laughs> yeah. Just Mr. P Potter. Mr. P P P Potter. P P P Professor Grill. Um, more like Professor Squirrel. <laughs> it's probably why J.K. Rowling called him that. Yeah. Fucking transphobe. Anyway, um... <laughs> do some work for their presentation project on a special topic. The, the topic... That was spoken about for the seminar. I'm just making that note for myself. And the museum trip. Uh, Alex's friend will have a signature of our lives in the at least first year, especially uh, a can of Red Bull. Yep. Because it gives you wings. Um, of course. This is when you drink from a can of Red Bull and they just start playing Band on the Run by the band Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull gives you wings sounds like, oh, this, this, if you eat that thing, you're going to get the runs. Like, kind of like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it does. Like, don't. Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, at least I amuse myself. 
Uh, Alex's friend will have a signature can of Red Bull, and they are struggling to put stuff together. Yes. A little distracted, maybe. But they aren't quite finding the information <coughs> they need. Yeah. At some point, they spot John Smith walking around in a weird, in a different section, looking at all the sciencey stuff. <laughs> yeah. The science books. The science books. Science. Spell it. I can't spell science. Okay, science books. <sighs> Fucking dick. Um, looking at all the science books, and they're confused because. They are not. They are not science students. Yeah. Do science students, or they can spot him at some point in the scene, and maybe later in the scene it could be just Alex that bumps into him. Yeah, that make more sense. Maybe later, um, Alex tells her friend. I need to. I need, I'm gonna get going now, or something like that. Yeah. I'm gonna head home because we're getting nowhere with this. With this, and I'm tired. It could be later as well. Like it could be dark. Yeah, they've been there for a while. Maybe not dark because it will be the summer. Like just coming in because that's when you start university, pretty much. It's more. It's later now. It's more like October time. So it could be dark. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture of a there's a clock on the wall and you can see that it's quite light. I get the I like even get the impression of like maybe there are like outside windows like not like our library which is all indoors like internal, but like yeah. there are windows to the outside world and then like it's just we cut from one scene where it's broad daylight to like oh it's dark now, <laughs> yeah and there's less yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah makes Could sense. Be later in the evening. Um, one of them, don't know, it doesn't matter who will say we'll we'll have some more stuff to put in the presentation after the trip. Like yes. John John Mr. Smith, no, they we don't call him Misters in uni. John said we would have a chance to work on our presentations after the trip. After the trip. So don't stress Alex's friend is also laid back. <laughs> yeah. We've got this, hun. And Alex is stressing a little bit. Alex is like, fine, just fine. Just keep she and like she said, fine, I'm I'll keep hold of, I'll keep hold of these books and see what else I can find on my own. Like, you know, on my own. Yeah. Just it doesn't I'm just thinking of random dialogue stuff that could be said in the scene. No, 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 no. I'll sense. keep hold of these books. Books. Thanks, Tony, for making me think of books every time. Books. <laughs> I told I told her that when we were um when last time I met well not last time one of the times I saw her last and I was like every time now I see the word book I just always immediately go books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you taking the piss out of the way she said that at uni. I never did. No, I did all the time. She hated it. Yeah, I do it like affectionately, <laughs> like. <laughs> I just go books to myself. I'm like, <laughs> funny. I'll keep a hold of those these books. Um, 
Alex is fine. Is like, fine, I'll keep hold of these books and see what else I can find. Fucking hell, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, see what else I can find. Ah, ah, ah. Ooh, counts here. One book. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. What else I can find? Um, friend says bye. <laughs> then just fucks off. And computer says no. Um, no, it's just the friend says bye. I'm not going into. I'm just like you know. Basically, the end of the, the scene ends and she walks away. Um, yes. <clears throat> but as she's walking out, like checking out the books, she bumps into Mister Mister John Smith. Yeah. As she's leaving, she bumps into John Smith. Also, I was watching Pointless. Pointless. Yeah, I was watching Pointless the other day. Nice. It's random. Random Tangerine. I know, but I just thought about it because of Mister Smith, who was played in Sarah Jane Adventures, was played by uh, whatever his name is. Alexander Armstrong. That's it. It doesn't sound like a real name. Um, <laughs> and I, I almost got confused with the football player, Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, if I had got all the way to the final round of the, the people that were playing like the other day, I would have won. Oh, shit, son. Because the topic for the final question was pink, and one of the questions was uh, actors who appeared in the film Pretty in Pink. Um, and I only know the name of two actors that appeared in that film. Nice. One is Molly Ringwald, who plays the main character, and the other is John Cryer, who plays um, Alan in Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Uh, he's in that film. Not many people know that. And apparently, zero of the hundred people that were asked knew that. <laughs> and I was like, mad. I would have fucking won that. And also, one of them was Pink Floyd albums, and all of Pink Floyd's like early albums, which I do know the names of, but didn't on the top of my head at the time. Yeah were pointless answers like their first album was a pointless answer and i'm just like oh my god i could have won it like three times over <laughs> fucking apply for the show fuck it no because i know i won't even get that far if i did that no, questions it's worth, it's worth a go i wouldn't i'd be too anxious i'd get a question wrong and i'd be like fuck <laughs> we'll do it together fuck it oh god no <laughs> it'll be funny no you'll be my achilles heel <laughs> oh you bastard <laughs> <laughs> harry you know how bad i how bad how like how b- bad in a good way i am with trivia <laughs> you are very competitive as well and I'm very competitive. Yeah. yeah. And if someone beats me, I will kill them. Yeah, you would get... I'm not that. I'm not a get... sore loser. Like... No, but you'd get angry. I don't think I would. <laughs> like, Maybe be not because it's TV. It's and TV, I'd be, yeah. I'd be too anxious to do anything. I'd be like, yeah. oh, my name's Connor. I don't know what the answer is. Oh, thank you so much for, for having me. Uh, okay, bye. But yeah, it was just, it was just annoying because I was just like, I knew it. I, I, knew, I knew a pointless answer. <laughs> I would have won. I know it's not that much money in the grand scheme of things as well. Like, if it was like the last question on who wants to be a millionaire, and you're like, I know the answer. I could have won a million pounds. <laughs> it's different. But yeah, I just thought that was a fun thing to say. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, as she leaves, she bumps into John Smith. And do we have enough time to write about John Smith? Or how long is this episode? I don't know how long the actual episode is. I don't remember what the timing is. Cause I'm cutting something out as well. So I'm asking you. Do we have enough? Time? Uh. I've got about. I can spare about five minutes. Okay, let's quickly say what she bumps into John Smith, and John Smith's got a science book. Yes. Science book, and they're like, "What the hell is that about?" She's like, "That what the hell is that book about?" Oh, I don't even know what what's John going to be like. What, what's the point of this? Like, what what are we saying here? What are we trying to say with John? Just I'll write what we're trying to say. We're we just trying to say John's weird. We're just trying to say that yeah, he's a bit he's a bit kooky. He's a bit like John's weird. We can have him being awkward, like, oh, I don't know, just I'm interested. I like science, you know. <laughs> yeah, not. Like, it could just be something it... dumb like that. I like science. 
I don't. He's he's not what you would expect. We can have yeah, and it's like maybe he acts weird differently to when he's like present doing the lecture stuff to when he's just on his own. Yeah, we can have him being awkward. He says, "I just like science." Alex, like, okay. <laughs> Alex is a bit weird as well because she's awkward. <laughs> yeah, because she is awkward. Fucking type. Okay, he, she, his, awkward, and she awkwardly walks past and goes, "All right, I'll guess I'll see you next week." <laughs> yeah. See you next week. I was thinking there might be more there, but there's not. There doesn't need to be like a big conversation or anything like that. No, it could be very short and sweet. Yeah, like when you bump, you, if you bump into someone you see, but you've got somewhere to be, like you're not going to stand there and talk to them forever. No, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So Alex is a bit weird because she is awkward and she awkwardly walks by and is like, "All right, I'll see you next week." Rushes off because she's weird. Yeah. And then John's like, "Why do I have a science book?" <laughs> no. What's this for? Uh end of scene that feels like it's a lot shorter than i was hoping it would be but it doesn't matter we'll work it out we'll work it out if we ever write the script <laughs> yeah we will <laughs> if we ever write the script one day one day we might we'll come back to it someday we'll we'll have a break from it because i don't think we could write a script immediately after finishing this you're hearing it yeah. here first we're probably not going to write the script immediately after this plan yeah, I think we need a bit of a break from yeah. it. Yeah, we, we, we've and got some other things we'll do. It it might mean we will we'll continue the Doctor Who stuff, as I've said before. I haven't said how, but we will. Yeah. Um, but we don't want to burn out because, you know, if we burn out, we won't enjoy the podcast anymore. Exactly, and that's not what we want. And I will say, um, I much as much as I like coming up with the Doctor Who ideas, I'm burning out on Doctor Who a little bit on this podcast. Yeah, a little so bit. So we want to shake bit, it up as well. It will definitely become more less variety. regular. Yes. And I think there's going to be a few weeks coming up where Podcast schedules and stuff... <laughs> where the schedules are going to be a bit mad or, you know, there's going to be a few weeks where you might not get an episode one week. Which is week. why we're batch recording these so we can try to get to the end of the script Yeah, before that happens. Exactly. But we just pre-warn you. It's just because the next... You know, June is going to be uh, quite a, he- a hectic month, so we're just trying to preempt what's coming. Basically, yeah. that's all. We're trying to make it so that you can still get weekly releases until yes. we finish planning this script. Yeah, which could um, well happen because we've only you after today. I think we've got a little bit more future stuff to plan, um, and um, we want to go over Act Three again. But then I think yeah. after that, it's a matter of. That could just be enough, and if we if there's anything else we wanted to add, we could do that after writing the script when we eventually some maybe come back to it. Yeah, exactly. So, because as because as it stands, we are planning to record another episode tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, we are. Yeah. So that means we'd have three weeks of episodes. So yeah. So whenever we get the chance to record before things go tits up, <laughs> pretty much. we will. Record and finish this story. Yes, we will. Sweet. But, Harry. Hello. End the episode. Well, look, guys, we really appreciate you, as always, listening to this. You know we do. Um, you can find us on all elements, elements of social media. We are two smoking... To all elephants. Um, we are two smoking microphones everywhere. That is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have an email address... 
to smokingmicrophonespod at gmail.com. Get in touch. We love to hear from you. We also have personal things and personal projects that we're doing. So um, you can find Connor at... At ConnorJordan underscore 96. And from there, you'll be able to find my link tree, which has my links to everything. Exactly. And like we said last week, he's you know he's on Twitch. He's doing his blog, so check those out. Um, you can find me at Harry Young Edits on Twitter. There you can find my link tree and uh, all my stuff for the Review Lab and the Review Lab podcast, which I've just released another episode for. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, we love you all very much. And we will see you soon. Yep. Bye, people. Uh, enjoy your scones. <laughs>